challenging men to be great men. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I want to talk to you about a principle that I think is absolutely vital for any man who wants to be a noble man, a great man, and it's particularly vital in our media culture, our high media culture, our digital culture. Let me mention this principle, and then I'll talk about it for a while and massage it into your life. It's very simple. You become what you behold. You become what you behold. Now, I'm using some old language there, some King James Version language, some Shakespeare language to express this, but it's the simplest way to do it. What you have before your eyes, what you are eating all the time, what you are taking in, what you are watching, what you are digesting in the broad sense of that, not just food, but in the total of your being, that you will become. You, you know how it is. You, you might have never cussed before, just to use an example. You get about a bunch of people are always dropping the F-bomb. You'll find yourself dropping the F-bomb. Uh, you know, you, you get around people who, who eat too much, a bunch of guys who eat just ridiculous amounts of food, even though maybe you've been fairly disciplined in your life. You hang with these guys, you're, the amount of food you take, it'll begin to increase. We simply become what we become, behold. We come, become like what we're hanging with, so to speak. And in the area of noble manhood, this is particularly an issue, uh, and especially today, because men are taking in many images. Just think about the average amount of television. We're, we're, we're told, and I'm not sure it's 100% true, but we are told that the average person in America today watches eight hours of television a day. Surely not. Tell me people have got lives that do not include you know, one-third of their day uh, being television. But that's what we're told. Uh, we all know it's hours and hours a day. Well, what are those images for the most part? They're sitcoms, it's sports, maybe to some extent for guys. Uh, you know, it's movies, it's other stuff, but just everything that's popular, whatever's popular out there, whatever the top 10 television shows are, whatever the humorous sitcoms are, the comedies, the the goofy things, maybe, maybe some things with a little bit more seriousness. Um, but but still, it's, it's, it's still, uh, you know, the pop culture stuff. And what I want to recommend to every man I can influence is that he become intentional about putting things before his eyes that feed noble manhood. You know, if you want to get in shape, you don't increase the amount of Oreos that you are uh, eating. You want to eat more meat. You want to trim down on the on the on the sweets. Uh, you want to maybe trim down on the alcohol a bit. You want to bolster the vegetables and the and the you know the good grains and and the meat, especially the protein for a man. You know, you change your diet, don't you? Well, if you want to be a great man, if you want to be a noble man, if you want to be a righteous man, you got to change your diet a little bit. And I, I enjoy movies, and my wife and I enjoy television as much as anybody else. But we try to be careful about it. We try to be wise. We try to watch what's redemptive. I tend to lean more to historical things and documentaries and stuff like that. Even that can have an effect on you negatively. But my point in all of this is not to say, don't watch this, watch that, don't watch this. I'm going I'm to leave that to you. I mean, I, you, you got to bring moral, more, a moral grid to what you watch and what you take in. If you're watching movies all the time with, that are high sex, well, then if you have a problem with lust, then, then don't be surprised. You, what, you, what you feed grows. But what I'm, what I'm gunning for here is that if you're going to be a good and noble man, you've got to put images of noble manhood before your eyes. 
you've got to make sure that some of this media you're taking in um, puts before you uh, good, noble, righteous men, heroic men, solid men, men who love their wives, men who do noble things, men who conquer themselves. You've got to read books, uh, putting into your eyes, your heart, your mind, noble images. You're going to become what you behold. You've got to have a diet of noble manhood, so to speak. What you watch, what you read, what you subscribe to, what the email blasts are that you get, uh, what you're you know, what you're hanging, even the people you're watching live, you know, leaning towards people who are good and noble and, and have positive things to deposit in your life and not so much towards people who are negative examples. So I want to urge every man to be intentional about his, his diet as a great man. I don't mean obviously food diet. I'm talking about what you take in. If you're just watching the average stuff on television every week, and if you're even even half the amount of television that the, that the experts tell us we're watching, if you're just watching four hours a day, then 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 still that's almost 30 hours a week. That's a lot of stuff. And that's depositing in your soul. That's planting seeds. That's putting images before your mind. That's encouraging things. You will gravitate toward what you behold. And if there's nothing else going on, if there's nothing else that you're feeding yourself with, if you're not going anywhere else, hanging with anyone else, putting before your eyes examples of noble manhood, well, then then no wonder that you that you feel yourself, and many men tell me this, feel yourself drifting towards what the culture's proclaiming. Now, again, I'm not anti-television, I'm not anti-movies, but I am about being intentional about putting righteous models before my mind. Now, in my case, this starts with the fact that I read the Bible every day. I'm a Christian, so I get up every day and I read extensive amounts of the Bible. I normally go through the Bible in a year. I do one of those Bible in a year programs and I use the version Bible. The, the version is, is an app. It's a system for delivering scripture uh, in various ways, various reading programs, and they have a wide variety of translations. So when I say I use version, that's not like the King James or the New International. I'm not talking about a certain translation of the Bible. I'm talking about the way it comes to me. So every day, usually the first thing in the morning, I'm reading scripture. Well, now I'm not trying to preach here. What I'm trying to say is I'm reading about good men. I'm reading about lives transformed. I'm reading good principles. I'm reading about examples. I'm reading about the example of Jesus. I'm reading about the example of Paul. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm reading good proverbs about how a man ought to conduct himself, etc., etc., etc. So that's at the base for me. The second is I always have a book going. I always have a book going. I'm always reading. And I normally do that digitally. And the reason is that I can redeem so much time. I spend a lot of time traveling. I spend a lot of time heading into and out of meetings. I spend a lot of time on metros and airplanes and all that kind of thing. And quite frankly, um, not because of any particular reason, I tend to spend a lot of time waiting, just like all of us. You know, my wife and I are heading somewhere and she says, how about you pull over and let me go in the grocery store real quick? Suddenly I got 20 minutes in the parking lot. Great. If I have my iPhone with me and I have my reading on my iPhone, I can just start start reading where I left off. If I if I'm reading a paper book, then I probably don't have that book with me. So I love the new digital reading that we're able to do in our age. And so I'm all, I've am all i always got a book going and it's all, I've always got a digital book going, even if I'm reading a, a, a paper book. So I want to urge you to, first of all, have some kind of a devotional life, what I'm describing, like what I'm describing. Most of you uh, who listen to this podcast are Christians or Jews. Some of you guys are Muslims. Some of you guys have, don't, don't, don't claim any faith or you're just out and out atheists, as you've told me. 
All of you are welcome. Glad you're with me. But I want to make sure that you're reading something regularly. If you're not going to read scripture or, or something that's part of your religious life that sets moral examples before your eyes, then make sure you're reading some good books. Uh, I recently have come across Stephen Ambrose. Now, Stephen Ambrose was a historian who's dead, who's passed away now. Um, we we know him best by because he virtually gave our generation the Band of Brothers language with the HBO series Band of Brothers. That was based on a book he wrote. But there's a book called Comrades, and its subtitle is Brothers, Fathers, Heroes, Sons, and Pals. And it's powerful stories about men and buddies and hanging out together and being noble and helping each other and rescuing each other and, and, and how men interact in each other's lives. That's something I want to put before my eyes. I also found uh, in a used bookstore, a book called The Longest Way Home, One Man's Quest for the Courage to Settle Down. Now, the author of this book is Andrew McCarthy. You may know him as the, as a well-known actor, a part of the Rat Pack, or not, or the, the Brat Pack, they used to call it. Um, but I like him very much as an actor, and he's written a book that's very powerful for men, for men, and it's very autobiographical, and I think you'll relate to it. I could go on and on and on. I believe in men putting before their eyes noble men. Some of the Chernow books about Hamilton or or, or about Ulysses S. Grant. Uh, my book, uh, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, I just, just finished doing the audio book on it, and I'd forgotten how many vignettes I have in there of famous men, Churchill and Roosevelt and Booker T. Washington and Vitold Pilecki, one of the heroes of Polish history, and on and on and on and on and on. Um, I urge you, uh, read read the, the the great biographies that are out there. Read David McCullough. Find good biographies. And then we're living in an age when you don't just have to turn on the TV like I did when I was growing up and watch what whatever was on one of three channels, ABC, CBS, NBC. That was pretty much all we had when I was first growing up. No, you can go on to to Netflix and find all kinds of great stuff on there that, that encourages noble manhood. I was watching a documentary series recently on the Mossad, and then I was watching um, uh, the, old, the classic movie on uh, MacArthur with Gregory Peck as MacArthur, a really fine movie. Um, and then I watched Patton. Now, you don't want to you know, model your life completely after Patton, but there are some good principles there uh, in his life. And, and I tend to watch docs and tend to watch historical movies. Good, good, good stuff. Um, the main thing is to tame the negative, tame, just don't go along with the flow, but put some stuff before your eyes, be it movies and books and, and images and learn, learn stories. And, and, uh, and I want you to read broadly. Don't misunderstand. I don't want you to just read biography and, and autobiography and men's books. I just finished 1984 and I'm just finishing the last pages of Animal House. Yeah, I read those in high school, but I wanted to read them again because they're being referred to so much in terms of the Trump administration. Uh, I'm probably going to read Lord of the Flies soon. That was referenced recently in a television show I had part of. And, and, and I thought, well, I want to go back and revisit that and just, just, just read that again. So I'm reading political stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm reading some of the the books that have given given us the the language, the memes that we use in our political discussion. But I'm constantly reading things about good men, about noble men, about rescuers, about about men who competed in the Olympics, about about heroes, about Jackie Robinson, about uh, just I, I could just go on and on and on and on. So the big question is, how are you putting nobility, righteousness, morality? manhood, non-toxic masculinity before your eyes. 
You can do it in this generation perhaps better than ever before. You can download a movie before I finish this podcast. You can download a book before I finish this podcast, depending on where you're sitting. Um, your, your iPhone, just alone, your, your, your cell phone, your smartphone can have books and movies and magazines and articles. Just keep this stuff before you. I'm not saying you can't watch Friends. I'm not saying you can't watch you know other stuff that's popular. I get it. Uh, but but watch, but make sure you keep before your eyes noble things. Garbage in, garbage out. You become what you behold. What you plant grows. What you embed in your soul grows. And I, I know that you're listening to this podcast because you want to be exceptional. You want to be great. You want to be noble. You want to be righteous. Well, you can't do that if you've got, and God forbid that you do, but but if, if you're watching Eight hours of television, seven days a week. Well, you know, Lord have mercy. That's that. That's fifty six hours a week of television. And if all of that, or let's say you're just doing half of that, let's say you're doing twenty eight hours a week. If you're just doing half of that, and it's all crap, it's all nasty, cussing, lustful, deceitful, somebody screwing somebody, messing somebody over, or it's just empty stuff. I, I enjoy an occasional law and order or, or, or blue bloods, but you know, for the most part, there's not a lot, uh, there's a lot of shooting up going on those, on those, uh, a lot of shooting people going on on those TV shows. I'm not here to preach against our modern media. That's for somebody else to talk about. What I'm saying is be intentional about putting things before your eyes. A simple Google search for a few articles about Churchill, a few articles about Booker T. Washington, a few articles about uh, about Martin Luther King Jr., uh, a few articles about about uh, you, you know the guys who survived prison camps and, and, and were noble and arose. Uh, John McCain, I, I I really value, I really like, love him and his example coming out of a prison camp and mastering his own drunken, rowdying, partying ways and partying ways, and then and then living living a life of value, an exemplary life. That's the kind of stuff I love. In fact, I've got uh, Faith of My Father's, one of his books, as as a book I'm going to reread here before the end of the year, just just in tribute to him. You know how to do it. Some of you know how to do it better than I do. But a simple Google search for a st- for articles about uh, stories, a simple Google search for, uh, for for famous stories, or you know just just topics. You know POWs in Vietnam and heroism slash comma v- POWs comma Vietnam will bring up stories that will bring tears to your eyes and put noble character before your eyes. You know how to do it, but be intentional about it and counter the stuff you're watching and listening to. This is one of the great arts of being a great man. To join the Great Man community, or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers as well as some other great resources for becoming a great man. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production. 